0: You're listening to Fit Pro Sessions with Parallel Coaching, episode number 31. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman, and in today's podcast, myself and Haley are talking all about the free energy systems, so stay tuned.
1: Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity, and coach clients with confidence.
0: We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So
1: how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching.
0: Three is a magic number. Oh, yes, it is. (laughs) You didn't expect that at all, did you? Amazing. I was like, what? Usually, we're like, How are we going to start it? You say something. No, you say something. And I was like, Just straight in. I Free was
1: going to join in. I was like, I It's don't a magic sing. number.
0: <laughs> were you going to sing it or not? I bet you weren't. Anyway, we're talking about energy systems. And there we are. have three energy systems. Actually, there's some blurry lines there, but we for another for podcast. The three we're focusing on yeah. for level two and three. Cool. Um
1: And interestingly the importance of energy systems because although you need to know it for your level two level three anatomy and physiology exams you need to know it as a fit pro
0: completely so let's.
1: we've said this about 31 31 times times. so let's get this out of (laughs) the way so in
0: your exam your amp exam level two level three there's eight modules in both level two and level three energy systems is module number eight in uh, level two and module number seven in Level three. I believe so. So if you have, uh, depending on what training provider, 37 questions in some of them, uh, exams, 40 in others and 50 in others, you can pretty much guarantee you're going to get three to five, maybe a few more, depending on the paper, uh, around energy systems. Yes, so yes, absolutely. you do need to know it. But you also need to know it after. But you need to know it after. More importantly, like consider if you're going to work with anyone, <laughs> anyone, The reality is they're going to go through a warm-up, a cool-down, and a main component. There's going to be cardiovascular training in there. So you must understand why you're training someone for an anatomical and physiological adaptation to their energy systems.
1: And again, this cascades. We said about this with the bones. But it cascades. I love it. So like... You start off if you can't if you don't know the energy systems you can't plan effectively for your clients so you don't know the appropriate intensity and they won't adapt physiologically as intended. It also means that they won't get their goal. Yeah. And that then means that they maybe you're going to have less leads, yeah. less confidence in selling packages less because experience. you don't think you're yeah. going to get the result. Completely. And that leads to less money, and that leads to an effect in your family, in your income, in your home life, and that. Might even Huge. mean that you bounce out the industry totally.
0: And on our last podcast, we talked about um, what was the title? Um, no, about
1: not start getting started. About, newly
0: yeah, what the hell do I do? And it's exactly like that, that, that staff exactly we put that. out. You know, after 18 months, 80% of those who qualify aren't actually active in the industry. Yeah. And it comes back to knowing. I believe knowing deep down anatomy and physiology, the principles of A and P, and applied to the principles of training, and marrying those two up. Yeah. Let's say I work in a gym, and um, new new client, or I want to work with this person, or just want to help them, and they want to do the five K park run. So I do uh, some testing with them, a body M O T, and I find out their current cardiovascular fitness. I've got two or three. Well, it's way more than two or three, but I could do a. Uh, a twelve-minute Cooper run test. I could do a, a Rockport walk test. I could the do bike. the bike, astrand bike. Astrand bike. I could do a, a Chester step test. There's loads of cardiovascular tests I could do that tell me the, telomies, the current status of my client's cardiovascular system, yes. heart and circulation. Where and lungs. are they now? Where are they right now? And now I use my understanding of of energy systems in alignment of my principles of training around cardiovascular training. So intervals, different types of intervals, continuous. Fartlek and continuous, short steady duration, long steady duration. So inside intervals, you've got aerobic intervals, tempo. I'm not going to go into it. it's loads. And then I marry those two up to get a result over time. Yes. And I, that
1: result is, is the physiological logical, adaptation. Because,
0: Week four, I do another test, the same test.
1: Something changed in the body. Something
0: changed in the body. I got my client got faster, fitter, stronger, leaner, meaner. At week eight, faster, fitter, stronger, leaner, meaner. And at week twelve, perhaps that's for ready to go and go on park run, or whatever, or whatever it might be. Yeah. But I can categorically say here is the status of my client's energy systems. It was tested. We got better. We course corrected. It got better. We course corrected. Bam! We went and got the goal. If I don't know energy systems, I can't test because I don't know what I'm trying to find. Yes. <laughs> and therefore, I can't plan smart.
1: You're going to run out of breath. In a I am.
0: <laughs> 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 like, I can't plan smart because I don't know where they are right now.
1: Absolutely. And therefore, knowing the energy systems gives you strategy.
0: Yes. And obviously, that testing yeah, 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 yeah. gives
1: you strategy to your plans, to your programs. And it takes out all that guesswork and it, of it, that like, oh. Uh, what do I do? I'll give them a HIT workout because I like doing HIT.
0: Yeah. Or, <laughs> or, or, or every, every session becomes somewhat random because there's no strategy. It yeah. just gives you strategy. I feel like I'm ranting.
1: Yeah, this wasn't supposed to be a rant.
0: <laughs> it's not a rant. But, <laughs> but It does. It just gives you a strategy to say, I'm doing this this week. And if I do that and they complete all those sessions, frequency, intensity, time and type, i got a prerequisite to go to week two. Week, week three, week, week four, four, test, week five, week six, week seven, week eight, test, nine, 10, 11, bam, race day. Bam. Whatever it is, whatever the goal, I can reverse engineer it and say, these are my test points, but I must overcome its client status, and that's underpinned to move forwards with energy systems
1: shall we simplify some stuff yes and as three is the magic number i got oh yes it is
0: i got three (laughs) principles for you today what do energy systems do is principle numero number uno 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 Uno.
1: (laughs) we have three systems in our body and they each create atp adenosine triphosphate
0: so adenosine tri meaning free adenosine Three phosphate molecules.
1: Yes, um, and they create them each under a slightly different environmental condition. So you have got aerobic lactic acid and creatine phosphate system. So They're the
0: three aerobic is produced via oxygen. Yeah. Anything else? Yes what?
1: Glucose and protein. <laughs> <laughs> I wondered if that's what you'd ask. So glucose like protein. like it when I put them on the
0: spot in trick questions. I'm not going to do that again. We'll stop that. <laughs> okay.
1: But aerobic is produced using oxygen. It's the only one that's created in an oxidative state, i.e. that you can have oxygen available to you. And like be, now, apparently be, we're aerobic. Well,
0: no, apparently we are. It's fact. <laughs> Physiologically, bam. I don't addict.
1: feel like I am. And
0: no, completely. It's all like holding the breath. The, the, the beauty of this is obviously you're constantly breathing and you are an aerobic machine. Yes. At heart, you're an aerobic machine. And so you are constantly working or can work in an aerobic state. So the yield of ATP aerobically is not only continuous, but the yield uh, per contraction um, it's great. is great. It's great. It's huge. Massive. In comparison It's really, really to, efficient, isn't it? It's an effective, efficient aerobic machine compared to... Um, Producing lactate, uh, sorry, producing ATP via the, the lactic acid or pho- creatine, creatine phosphate. phosphate or phosphate creatine system, mm-hmm. which is quite arduous on the body, and the yield per ATP is actually significantly less compared to aerobic. Yeah, it's tiny. Okay.
1: Uh, yeah. So, what do they do? They create ATP, but we're really lucky. We've got three different ways of doing it.
0: Completely. You did a wicked blog actually uh, with a video which we put the links to underneath this. um, And we used the analogy of um, a cooker with three different hops. Three pans. And so the first pan was the phosphate creatine system, the next pan was the
1: Lactic lactic acid,
0: and the next one was aerobic. And all of them are constantly on. It's not like, I am now in my aerobic system. I am now crossing over to my PC so system. always simmering. They're always simmering. And it depends on the intensity determines how much we turn up the gas on those. And the environment. And the environment turn up the gas on those pans. So if I sprint, sprint now, my PC, PC system gets whacked right up. the the intensity, the heat goes all into that one pan, but it only is only going to last for maybe six to eight, maybe ten seconds. But
1: the others are still on.
0: The others are still on. They're just not the primary, I can't get my words out, the primary ATP source. Yes. And if I carry on running, I go past the PC system into the lactic acid system and that's going to last up to roughly three minutes yeah okay and then beyond that then those two get pulled right down to a very low heat and i become an aerobic monster now it is it's hard to explain because it's it's not it's hard it's not tangible they're always being turned up so as i turn up the heat on my pc system i'm slowly also turning up the heat on my lactic acid system because there come a point at 10 seconds where i cross them and mm. so then one gets slowly turned down and one gets slowly turned up. And at the same time as my lactic acid system gets turned up, my aerobic one starts to come up to the simmer and the boil. Amazing. And they're constantly working in synergy with each other.
1: That's the word. There we go. I like that. Should we dive into each of them a little bit deeper? Principle number two. What are the three energy systems?
0: Oh, just, I think we, we yeah, nailed that. that one. Yeah, you
1: nailed that already. Should we do the nitty gritty info of it?
0: Yeah, so go So pe- we kind of
1: assume some knowledge. I call
0: it. Phosphate creatine. You've written uh, creatine
1: phosphate. phosphate.
0: So if whatever you've learned, PCCP, both the, same, both the same thing. So let's say, for example, we did something very explosive. Let's say sprinting, sprinting really hard, or lifting something for one rep. So that could be say one, two, or three rep max on a deadlift. We <laughs> would be using the phosphate creatine system. It's going to you know last ten seconds. So That's it. Usain Bolt, hundred meter sprint, is just a PC machine.
1: PC machine.
0: PC machine. A computer. <laughs> He's a parallel coaching machine. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking like a PC. Okay, that's why I think that's why I do phosphate creatine because it's PC and it's parallel coaching. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, now, it lasts up to 10 seconds, but it depends on you as an individual, your training age, your, your training history, loads of variables here, age, gender, weight, fat percentage. Fitness. Fitness, loads of variables. Um, it might not last that long yeah it might only last five or six seconds for some people it might last 10 or 12 seconds we and, just yeah. know that it's a very short explosive and there's no fatiguing
1: byproducts so it doesn't hurt when you do that 10 seconds it's like a poof then yeah. it's done
0: yeah completely because it's over so quick yeah um, um, and then I the lactic acid yeah.
1: so this one is the intermediate time so if it's somewhere between 10 seconds all the way up to three minutes uh in a cruise so that could of be a
0: 400 meter run that could be a 200-meter swim. It could be something whereby you're doing a set or a repeated set of reps, say 12 reps 12 or reps. 15 reps. That's probably you know somewhere in the region of you know, 12 reps, two up, two down is what? Four seconds a rep times 12, 48 seconds. As long as it sits between 10 seconds and three minutes, we're predominantly using the
1: lactic acid, the system. Lactic
0: acid system.
1: And this one... It does have fatiguing byproducts, you can feel it yeah that 's so for
0: burn so that's if you 're properly
1: in it, you feel it that
0: 's for pump that 's where lactic acid is accumulating in those working muscles and it creates an acidic environment, which it comes back to a and p because we want our body to be in homeostasis there 's lots of things that our body must have it must remain at a certain temperature, blood must remain a Uh, A degree of certain pH pH, okay and this is where lactic acid is changing it's changing the acidity level of the blood
1: which your body's gonna then go you need to stop running now
0: and so (laughs) the the brain is going to put on its defense mechanism and say slow down stop lifting stop doing this it's hurt it's not conducive to the environment I want and so you're going to have this um, autonomic response in the body that's Nervous system, <laughs> which is another module, <laughs> but you see the cascade link here. Yeah. It's now telling the, the, the your body's now giving you all the key signals to stop what they're doing. It doesn't like the stress, and that's all exercise. And you can build your tolerance. To that, and that's what you? that's what training is. Yeah. This is why we must know it because we must know where the client starts, current status, what is their tolerance to lactic acid. amazing because hollow is the lactic acid and how can i push past that which in from a running perspective or cardiovascular perspective is what your anaerobic threshold is all about yeah maybe we do a podcast on all that so let's say my anaerobic threshold personally is at 166 beats per minute that's the point in which i go anaerobic
1: we relate all these to energy systems in a moment
0: okay very quickly i can now through training push up my uh, anaerobic threshold to maybe 167 beats per minute heart rate 168 and the more i can push my anaerobic threshold up the more capacity in an aerobic perspective i've got yes oh amazing so but you it, can but remember so i'm baff, baffling and waffling and all those other things now waffling. okay waffling i love it um is exercise is just a stress so all we're trying to do is stress the body to have a specific adaptation to an imposed demand. We've said, said this principle. so many times about the said principle in the podcast, but it, it, it comes up because it's so relevant. Yeah. Uh, change the word said for stress. Stress adaptation to an imposed demand. Yeah. Specific stress. Maybe you could go said principle, which is specific That's stress said. adaptation to an imposed demand. What stress do I need to adapt my anatomy what How stress I want it. I have to adapt my physiology. Bam. yes So aerobic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we spend most of our time aerobic. So I'm aerobic. Burning, You're aerobic. Burning
0: oxygen and burning fats. Yep. Okay. Blood circulating fats. Yes,
1: exactly. Uh, as a result, the aerobic system gets used for pretty much anything, especially if it's three minutes or more. more. Which is
0: life. That sleeping, sitting, standing. Podcasting,
1: <laughs> and just remember, we're using all of them all the and we're time. We using them
0: all the time. So, is that principle number two? What do they do? Principle number yeah. three.
1: Three. This is going to be how. Like, how does it relate? How do energy systems relate to three planning? cvx is a magic size? number. So CV size <laughs> I'm not singing it back. Um, CV size That's is done for a reason. Yes. Like you said earlier, that is that specific adaptation to an imposed demand, that stress. It's done to adapt the muscles, the heart, the nervous system, the energy system. I think you've said it already. This uh, is why I started to pause you.
0: <laughs> I was like, no! You're... <laughs> so we just recorded pod, the last two podcasts. We batch them together. We get into a nice little zone. And I'll be honest, I I I scan red wrists. And I was like, oh, i just got to go with it. <laughs> And uh, little did I know that you had planned it all. You
1: ruined my plan. <laughs> there you go.
0: Um,
1: but working in specific heart rate and intensity zones will create different adaptations on the body as a whole. Yes. So if I work um, in a very low zone, it's going to have a very different effect if I work in a high zone.
0: But it's also knowing those uh, physiological and anatomical adaptations within energy systems for a warm-up. Yes, and a cool down because if you get those intensities right, and you manage in the, the energy systems throughout your warm up, and you get that aerobic curve or whatever the, the objective of the, is of your warm up, your client's going to enjoy it more because you're going to have taken that client's heart rate up steadily. Mm. You're going to have increased range of movement steadily. You're going to have worked the the, the muscles and ramped They're them up prepared. steadily. The nervous system has got preparation. And so, if you get that right, it gives you full permission to go crazy in the main.
1: Go crazy. There we go. Exactly. It's a really, and funny it's appropriate noise It's very strange. I think we're okay.
0: There we go. Anyway.
1: Um, so, what, <laughs> what we need to look at to start off with is the goal. So, if you start with the client goal, yeah. then you can relate it back to the energy system and find the relevant intensity. And I've got something really golden for you.
0: Go for it. Go straight in.
1: Three zones. Imagine them are oh, three. It's the magic oh, now. Oh, we should call this three. Okay. I mean,
0: maybe, maybe we'll go back.
1: All right. Um, so, first of all, the green zone. This is where the goals sit for endurance, health related, and beginner. Yeah. So, name me a goal in here somewhere.
0: Um, for endurance, let's just go f- um, park run, 5K.
1: Yeah, that's endurance. Or it could even be like somebody that wants.
0: Couch to couch 5K.
1: Yeah. Or so I was thinking like health related would be somebody that wants to lower their blood pressure long term. Okay, that type of cool. thing. Um, so all of those fall under this zone. So you start with that goal. Now these, all of these goals want to develop the aerobic energy system and the type one muscle
0: fibers. So we're talking about type one muscle fibers. We're talking about kind of low, steady state, moderate intensity. Yeah. So let's go to the RPE scale so I know that's where you're going to go next. Um, I, I'm not a big fan of a Borg scale six to twenty, but, but, but I do like for one to ten scale. I like the one to ten. I it, think it's easier to. Um, instruct in one-to-one how are you feeling
1: on a scale of six to twenty yeah it doesn't mean anything
0: like no. what happens one to five um that was <laughs> a specific study for uh, anyway another podcast <laughs> one to ten is really quite straightforward and what i love about this is your warm-up is like one to four
1: yeah the
0: green zone is five to seven okay Great. so now you've got a system a strategy some structure
1: so if they stay in that five to seven and their workout is within five to seven out of ten they're going to be making physiological adaptations to their aerobic energy system and their type 1 muscle fibres, yeah. which will help them get the goals of endurance, health-related and or relevant for a beginner. Yeah,
0: completely. And you can still put, you know, intervals and fartleks and and yeah. all that within the, this, this five, to seven. five to seven. The green zone, uh, the green mean go. The mean green being like suitable for lights. everyone. Yeah, suitable for everybody. The next one is a golden zone, which is kind of looking at, um, you're now pushing the boundaries let's go from the rpe scale first you're talking about an rpe of seven eight and nine out of ten yes so seven and seven you're still top end aerobic eight you're lactic like,
1: acid's building
0: building yeah don't forget you know rpe seven it's really hard to just stay at seven unless you're very accustomed to training mm. but likely as you're going to tip over to eight so eight out of ten is aer- anaerobic
1: yeah that's there'll the be threshold. a
0: very there's a threshold your anaerobic threshold there' very be a very clear um discrepancy in your client now of where, you know being able to hold a conversation uh there'd be physical signs of fatigue, postural fatigue
1: sweating potentially and also like they get a little bit more focused when they go anaerobic like you can uh, see them like you don't want to talk anymore they
0: yeah, zone in and then like nine is like you're pushing the boundaries of this, but types of goals you're talking about be fat loss improving someone's v o two max. Um, pushing their anaerobic threshold um, and, and elements of and even hypertrophy so building someone's muscle via a cardiovascular route for a specific goal remember Haley started all this off with a specific goal so this might be for example um, somebody that has a um, 10k goal yes. 10k run or a particular um, swim or a bike, for example, they need yeah. to, you know, get physiological and anatomical adaptations to their quads in a cyclical motion on a bike. This is going to do it—the golden zone.
1: Golden okay. zone. Going to
0: produce lactic acid. That's that's for byproduct. That's for fatiguing byproduct.
1: It works that system.
0: It works Very that well. system. And actually, you can, you actually, as you as you do have a byproduct of lactic acid. Some of that can be used uh, for further energy production. It's yeah. quite, quite techy and sciencey now, which we don't need to go down. But just know that the byproduct is lactic acid and that is going to have a fatiguing effect. So over time, you're going to slow down and you're going to find it harder. Yeah. And, then, and
1: actually, one thing to just remember on this is that you can't spend longer than three minutes above that eight on that mm, RPE. Yeah. So if you're going seven to nine, you're probably going to do some sort of interval. Well, it has and to be an integral fact you're doing because after above and below. I
0: mean, think about it. After three minutes, three minutes—that would be of an elite person. I'm going mm, to say and yes. certainly an advanced person. To um, most know,
1: people one to two minutes? The reality
0: is, yeah, maybe even one, one to two minutes, maybe even less than one minute. To be honest, mm. inside RPE eight nine, before they have to come back down and find some kind of recovery. The longer you spend in RPE eight and nine. You're probably going to need more time recovering, yes. so you would have a positive split. And what I mean by that is you would have, say, thirty seconds in RPE nine, followed by ninety seconds RPE six. Oh,
1: so there's more in the there's rest more zone. More in the
0: rest zone. More in the golden or green zone. So back into the yeah. green zone. Sorry, rather before you go back up.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so this, in is, that this is why knowing energy golden. systems is key because it allows you to consider how much time do you spend above and below not going why can't times? they stay
1: at this speed and you're yeah, like well, actually, no they're, they're burning out on their lactic gas and they can't and do it anymore i can have
0: a real clear progressive plan and say right these two weeks we're going to have this interval time in this zone and then we're going to progress to this interval time in this zone and then this interval time in this zone and it's slowly step loaded or there's lots of periodization models but classic step load with a with a rest week after week four would work gas principle a gas yeah. principle general adaptation syndrome same as said, Uh, (laughs) but it allows you to go, I've got a strategy. I've got a strategy and this works. I'm not guessing. Then the final, uh, sorry, just final point on that would be predominantly you're talking type 2A muscles. Yes. I mean, you're still going to get your type 1 muscles and you're still going to get your type 2B muscles, but predominantly type 2A, which leads us to the red zone, red being stopped, red meaning kind of now I say danger to a degree.
1: You don't want to spend too long well, you, here you, in terms of weeks. Yeah. Well,
0: you, you you probably can't spend too long here in a session anyway, because no. the reality is the client's just going to burn out. And, you know, human beings, we do what we, en- we do more of what we enjoy. And, and I, I'm going to be honest, I'm going to be honest. I don't care who you are, what you say, no one enjoys this zone for too long. No, because the, the, the byproduct is just, fatigue and being sick. sick and head in the bucket like you ain't gonna if be we're talking
1: rpe nine and ten. Nine
0: and ten and people that go turn around go oh, i love it up there but the reality is you're probably not a true nine or ten
1: probably more like an eight
0: more like an eight yes. so red zone is like speed power explosive absolute strength um these would all develop that creatine phosphate because it's all within you know one to ten seconds yeah okay so uh it could be a, a sprint interval a, a, a high intense burst of extreme output
1: i mean would you say that they could go any longer than 10 seconds because they could probably try that at, say rpe9 remember so, nine also was touched on in golden so you might be able to like So this
0: is the thing really so a like a lot of these moves require uh, so from a from a powerlifting perspective they require a serious skill set mm. so the reality is Is that person's energy systems matched up with their skill set? I'm going to put a big statement out and say they're probably not matched. And so, yes, they might be able to lift heavy, but not get the true red zone effect. Mm. Or they might be able to get the true red zone effect, but not be effective or efficient in their lift.
1: Oh, nice. And then when you relate that, say, to sprinting, like hill sprints, really fast. And then you relate it
0: to speed. Like Let's take it from a cardiovascular perspective. I think you could probably, a lot of people could do it inside running or or swimming or cycling. I'd say more so cycling because it's non-weight bearing. There's a lag
1: though, isn't there, there to get there. Like, you know, when you go like, right now, I'm going to sprint. You don't start off at RP9 straight away.
0: No. But the, reality, but the point here is, is that you're, you're burning that energy system mm. and, it, and it's not about you've got to burn at sec, one second. It's the fact it's the speed and the explosive yeah. nature of that muscle contraction that brings about it to be a, bless <laughs> it, a PC, phosphate, creatine, <laughs> ATP pathway. Yeah. The point I want to make is this is for a very high intermediate advanced client.
1: Yes. That's why it's red zone. That's why it's
0: red zone. So that, I think that's for more relevancy here and why we must know it and yeah. who it's for. No. Because I'm not going to get Joe Bloggs, Sandra down the park and do a sprint because if she's brand new-ish to exercise, the reality is she probably has poor posture can't activate certain muscles in certain audience or, or, or um order order, <laughs> <laughs> order. Um, um, and and technique wise probably isn't there so if i asked her to sprint across the park she could probably do it but she's it's not going to be great is it
1: and if we start like i'm going to rant now yeah. i'm going to run this is uh insanity related um but like <sighs> programs like insanity i'm not saying just insanity Oh,
0: what a comment
1: but if they claim to be (laughs) high intensity interval training whereby they're working like a tabata for the entire hour then especially not a
0: beginner you know if you do a tabata which is 20 seconds work 10 seconds rest for the 10 20 seconds you're working you're at a nine certainly after interval three or four
1: And you can feel that change after 10 seconds, I'll be honest. After 10 seconds, you feel the lactic acid kick
0: in. And if you've done the Tabata properly, you shouldn't be able to do a second one. Yeah. If you're doing two Tabatas in a a session, the reality is you either didn't work hard enough in the first and you're holding back, or you didn't work. You can't, rather, you can't work hard enough in the second because you're spent from the first one. Yeah. So, again, you know, to- I'm not going to go down that route. Go and read out the science. Go and read up the studies behind the Tabata, why it's even here. Like, the fitness industry have bastardized Tabata. It's not what it – how we use it. It's not what it was designed for in the first place. So, if you're deploying loads of heat in one session, this is why you need to know it because the reality is your energy systems just aren't capable of maintaining that – high intensity in the red zone for too long
1: yes but they could manage a really good um let's say an interval session for an hour using golden for example yeah you're still hitting up to nines
0: yeah the other thing i want to go back for very quickly Mm -hmm. just to just to um, have completion for myself. <laughs> Excuse me. the need for yeah, completion is um, is around the red zone, around that speed and explosive. Is quite often we say we're doing say a plyometric exercise mm. inside that ten seconds. PC system of a Tabata 20 seconds um but the reality is again go and do the go and do your homework on what a true plyometric exercise is it's not it's not just bounding there's so many variables involved and I think for me the main thing is for is the actual contact time with the floor and that stretch response pathway
1: so if we're doing box jumps you don't want me to squat back down to the floor and then stand there for a second before I come back up no not at all it's like as soon as it hits the floor Damn, poof, it's back
0: explosive off. like really really stretch sh- reflex stretch reflex now we have to go back to the nervous system now we have to go back to joint mechanics range of movement muscles muscle contraction muscle fiber proprioceptors mechanoreceptors ligaments that stabilize the joint like Oh, I feel like I geek out over this way more than you, you do. I think you do now. And, <laughs> and, and that's why the red zone is not appropriate for everybody. Because if we're truly going to work in the red zone, the stress on the body anatomically and physiologically is huge, not just from an energy system perspective, but from a, from a tendon, ligament perspective, a meniscus perspective, tight muscle perspective, a joint perspective anyway everything. everything bam the
1: whole thing so when planning for your client sessions here's a little order just to go back over it start, start with, with a their goal, goal and their ability
0: their ability we could have read that off screen perfectly let's try it again start, start with, with their goal and ability,
1: ability. <laughs> i feel like 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 primary school where you've got to like yeah completely
0: um and, and know the physiolo- physiological and anatomical adaptation that they want to achieve. Yes. So you can start in week one or week zero, do some testing, find out their status, what tests them are going that's to deploy. The ability. That's the ability. And then go, right, in four weeks' time, in an ideal world, all going well, based on frequency, intensity, time, and type, we're going to do this many sessions, this many sessions, this many sessions, this many sessions, in this week, this week, this week, and this week, and we're going to test here. <laughs>
1: I out of space on screen.
0: Yeah, completely.
1: Awesome. Um, and then that's the physiological adaptation you apply to that. So I need to work my aerobic system, my lactic acid system, my CP system. What are the things you're going to focus on? So
0: you might go, right, for the first four weeks, I'm just going to spend majority of my time in the green zone. Yeah.
1: Working on duration, maybe? Working
0: on duration and working up through RPE, excuse me, four, five and six. Yeah. And in doing so, I... Encourage range of movement, I strengthen ligaments, tendons, um muscles, X, Y, and Z, and now that gives me the prerequisite in the next four weeks to go into the early golden zone, which I'm gonna spend the majority of time in doing an aerobic interval at RPE six and seven, five and seven, five and seven. But in the next four weeks, I'm gonna tip over into uh the top end of golden zone, into red zone and go eight, eight and nine, eight and nine, do a cruise interval. One minute RPE eight, one minute RPE seven, one minute RPE eight and so on build up that duration and then in the next four weeks or two weeks go into a red zone before i then come back out into the golden zone before race week i've just done a progressive plan in like My 60 drop, seconds
1: that's how you can do a periodized plan using these goals like the zones just simplify it so easy i yeah. love it um and then obviously you know which heart rate zone and, and then the you can clearly you say need.
0: well so so rpe5 is going to be well 50 percent effort
1: Yes. So, just have a zero. 10.
0: So, yeah. So it's going <laughs> to be. <laughs> <laughs> and so now you can work out like oh, I simplified uh, math <laughs> Yeah, based out of uh, your testing in week one or week zero, you now know that they're they're eighty uh, percent because that's the point. Because obviously, eight out of ten is anaerobic. Eighty percent of their of their where their anaerobic heart rate is. You can now work out what their fifty percent would be. So then you can say, all right, I'm going to spend the majority of my time around this heart rate zone, which is our next point. It's which heart rate zone or heart rate region beats per minute are you going to stay in? Yeah. Which determines intensity? It's only then can you then figure out, well, I'm going to do a short, steady duration because I'm going to focus on time. I think time's like the key variable. Frequency and time. Time in that session. Time in that stress. Time in that specific environment is key. Timing's up. Timing's down. Timing's up. In, down. And total duration of timings are there, and then um allows you to then go into intervals or fartlek and and deploy those, aerobic intervals, anaerobic intervals. it there's loads, loads, and loads and loads that you can go through. Um and it's only then can you then figure out well, what machine am I gonna use?
1: Oh, it's last. <laughs> like,
0: <laughs> like the amount of times you have to say mm. to so many learners, um,
1: the exercise doesn't matter.
0: The exercise doesn't matter because it really doesn't. Because if you get the A&P back in it and the strategy, the systems and tools, your knowledge, your confidence, no what, it doesn't matter what I do on. I could do it in the pool, do it on the bike, do it on the treadmill, do it outside, do it in the appropriate environment. It would make sense if a client has a running goal to do it running. Because it's specific. Because it's specific. But then saying that, there's also a lot of uh, science and validity around doing cross-training Yeah. as well. So going on a cross-trainer or doing cross-trainer exercises not specific to running, but will benefit me running. Yes. Bam. And the final point. Um,
1: then you can factor in your long-term progression. Yeah, it's simple. And variables, like, which I'm you just kind of said timing. Two weeks
0: here, four weeks here. Bam. If I do that, that's a prerequisite to move on. Change
1: your frequency, intensity, time, and type. You've already Goes done for, that. As and well. that's
0: what I love about the level two fitness instructor is because it actually teaches you the crux, the fundamental bricks, just like the foundations to a house. Around all eight modules of A and P, followed yeah. by the principles of training, which I'll be honest, our gas general adaptation syndrome, which is week one, week two gets harder, week three gets harder again, week four is a rest week. Then you've got specific adaptation to an imposed demand, SED, which we now know as SED, which is specific stress adaptation imposed demand. And then you've got frequency, intensity, time and type, which is a fit principle. Yeah. And know those and you you're sorted. Like, if you just and when
1: people forget out, that at level two, those. they do the level two, forget about it. Yeah. Level three hard, and, and, so geek out on them. Yeah, and, and you enjoy are, them.
0: And if maybe you're a new fit pro, or maybe you're a veteran fit pro, and you're thinking, "Right, oh, doesn't it's not relevant for me anymore?" But if you take, let's take the body coach for example. Like, we've all got our own opinion of a body coach, but if you dial in his SSS plan, which I've seen, there's clear progression. Between the amount of sessions you do in week one, yeah. to week two, to week three, to week five, and week eight, and week 12, and so on. So it's increased frequency. There's clear progressions in intensity from week one to week 12. There's clear um, type of exercises that he gives you on week one, which are relatively basic, to week 12, which go up in complexity. And then timings, the timings of a session in week one are very different to the, end, the last one. So it doesn't matter how big or successful you want to be. Or how long you've been in this industry
1: or what type you do or what
0: type you do whether you're a PT boot camper, boot camper a circuit person a a, Pilates. Pilates, a yoga it doesn't matter kids fitness older pops disability it doesn't matter if you just worked on gas principle said principle and fit principle you got it sorted bam bam which brings us to the end of episode number 31
1: all about energy systems all about
0: energy systems
1: what well, i want to know your biggest takeaway yeah, let's know your
0: biggest takeaway um, that
1: because we've dropped some serious amount of knowledge bombs in here which i'm sure have progressed and anatomical knowledge
0: so if you're if you're watching or reading this on our blog scroll down you can leave a comment there if you're on, yeah, YouTube, on youtube you can drop a comment below facebook instagram obviously you know how to do it just drop a like share it and if you're listening in iTunes, leave us a review because it's your reviews for push this fit Pro Sessions podcast up the charts and allow us to get to more people, which is our um, ultimate goal.
1: Yeah. And subscribe on YouTube and subscribe don't.
0: across the board. So it don't matter what platform you're on, just hit like, and if you don't like us, um, go and leave unfollow us, us. Unfollow no. us. I do us. <laughs> <matter. laughs> I'm cool. Cause every week, whether you like us or not, I'm going to put this out because I know it helps. So we'll see you next week. So we'll see you bright and breezy next week for episode number 32. See you later.
1: Bye. Hi, I'm Neil Bergman. And I'm Hayley Bergman. Over the last 10 years, we've helped thousands of fitness professionals to get qualified, learn with simplicity and coach clients with confidence.
0: We're the first to say that learning and being a fit pro doesn't have to be hard work and that with the right structure, support and resources, you can become a confident and knowledgeable fitness professional that is dedicated to more. So
1: how do you learn, qualify and kickstart as a fit pro? This is the Fit Pro Sessions podcast with Parallel Coaching.